Welcome everyone. I hope you're having a great morning and I'm really thrilled to be here. I'm starting to bring all of the interviews that I'm doing for my leadership books uh, to live on Be Life TV. And I'm very excited about this. I, I've done all kinds of interviews, but I'm really excited that I'm able to do this live now and bring them to you as I'm speaking. Um, I met this woman, um, it's been about a year or so ago, through another acquaintance of ours. And I can tell you, she lives here in Las Vegas. One of the books that I'm writing is about um, leader, women in leadership in Las Vegas. And I was so thrilled when I met her, but I'll tell you what, she is one busy lady. She travels all over the world and with her, with her foundation, she's extremely busy. So I'm very, very honored to have with me um, the, the really wonderful Rita Cal Tukal. Sorry, I think I messed that up. <laughs> Dr. Rita Tukral. Tukral. Dr. If you Rita. can correct that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's really uh, wonderful. One of the things that I, re after being to a couple of your uh, galas, uh, to your gala, and then also to a really fun uh, casino night, um, you have some amazing people that believe in what you're doing. And I want, but I want to start with you personally. So, were you a leader as a child? Not really. I was uh, very shy, hardworking, and child, and very studious. I worked hard and studied hard. And my and father, my father was an educator professor of chemistry and at home the culture was all about education so wow. he demanded good grades and hard work so um uh did you grow up in india yes i did and and how old were you when you came to the united states in early 20s i'm sorry in early 20s oh in the early 20s you were out of school yes. then so um, when you came to the United States, what did you do when you first got here? Well, uh, I came with my husband and uh, I was a physician from India. I had done my medical school and I st stayed home for a whole year. Uh, I was preparing for my qualifying exams uh, to, you know, proceed further in my medical profession. That was a requirement. So I basically, for first year, stayed home, got used to the culture, and passed my exam, and then uh, got my first job in a psychiatric hospital. Oh, Worked wow. there for about 18 months, and then entered the residency program. What is your uh, degree in doctor? What's your doc doctor degree in? Uh, internal medicine and nephrology. Interesting, interesting. So, um, seeing as how you had a, a father that was very strong into education, and and then you came to the United States, did you see a big difference in the education between India and here? To some degree, yes. But I was mostly, as you can t tell, that I was in medical practice, in medical in hospitals, and you know, I did not get. Uh, 
school, college, education works here in this country till I got involved with my uh, foundation. So, so the, my exposure was about basically medicine and medical practice. And, and was that here in Las Vegas or were you living somewhere else at the time? No, we landed in Tulsa, Oklahoma when we came from India. Oh, so, wow. Yes, I stayed in Oklahoma for uh, one year, then got a first job in Kansas, and then did my residency in Kansas City, Missouri. And then practiced in New Orleans and Kansas, and then came to Vegas on a job after VA Medical Center. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And, and uh, were you in the same department or were you in a different department when you came here? No, same, nephrology. Okay, yes. awesome. They, they offered me chief of nephrology position. And oh, wow. They wanted me to develop the department. And that's what I did there at VA. So, everyone, about your uh, Global Charity Foundation. First of all, when did you start it? And why did you start it? I founded it in 2007. The reason I started was uh, I'm always, I'm all about helping children. Anytime I see a child um, not doing well, whether economically or socioeconomic or education, my heart goes out for that child. And I want to help, even them asking me if, you know, I just want to help on my own, offer the help. So the best way, and let me track back. In, I've been here 45 years now. And in in last 30, 40 years, I've seen the education um, standard has rather decreased in this country what it, compared to what it used to be. And... Um, and I seen more, more children being left behind. So I wanted to help them and give them the opportunity which I received when I first came to this country. And I really feel very grateful to this country, the opportunities I received, but I worked hard to make those people proud that they gave me a chance and I did my best. And that's what I'm paying forward for these children. Wow, wow. So so um, what exactly does Global Charity Foundation do? We provide education for at-risk children here in the greater Las Vegas area. So we empower at-risk youth through education. So we do, we do uh, in-school tutoring for these uh, elementary and middle school students from first grade to eighth grade. We tutor them uh, for four hours a week in English, math, science, and computers. And throughout the school year, we start tutoring from September till May. And what we do is we partner with schools which are title one with the highest percentage of at-risk children, low socioeconomic group, uh, reduced lunch. So we partner with those schools. 
we ask the principal and teachers to select the students who need help, who are behind. They select the students, they help us hire the tutors, and we raise funds to pay the tutors. Wow. Well, you actually pay the tutors here. That's very Oh, I was going to ask you, do you help all grade levels or do you start at a, at a certain age and go to a certain age? How does that work? First grade to eighth grade. We've been tutoring in first grade throughout the eighth grade, till eighth grade. Wow. So is this, uh, so you say it's at-risk kids. Are these kids that maybe uh, English is their second language or they have maybe they've had difficult family lives or have gotten into some kind of trouble or something or, or maybe foster kids. Is it all of these types of children or, or combination of all All combination of all of them, huh? Yes. And, and this year, how many children are you servicing this year? Yeah, this is our sixth school year and we have already enrolled 250 students. Wow. And we are planning to increase to 300. So we're trying to expand to other schools and asking them if their students would need help. That's amazing. That's amazing. If if somebody that's part of a school that's not a part of your program is listening, um, how would they reach out? Would they reach out to you personally or do you have someone else that they reach out to or how would that happen? I didn't get to your question. Oh, I, you said, question? I said so if somebody is listening that is part of a school that is not taking advantage of your program, um, would they reach out to you personally or do you have someone else on your team that they would reach out to? How would they find find you? No, they can reach out to me personally. They can go to our website, www.gcfcares.org. And okay. there on the contact page is my email and phone number uh, and they can call me directly. Well, when I was at your gala, and and by the way, it was a wonderful gala. I just, I loved it, it was so beautiful. Um, you celebrated some of the people that are supporting you and helping you. And then when I went to the casino night, you also recognized some of the school uh, individuals that you work with. Um, yes. Can you tell me a little bit about some of your success stories? Well, this, our success stories are about students. And I have videos on students who they have made, uh, which I can send you. But I can tell you that our students have improved by grade and a half to two grades in math and reading in one year of tutoring. I have several sixth grade students who are reading at third grade level. And they have created videos for me to tell me that how much they improved in one year of tutoring. They were then, after one year of tutoring, they were reading at fifth grade level. That's incredible. So our wow. mission is to prepare these students for high school so that they don't become dropouts. They can get a traditional diploma and That's get to the path of success. So I can't even imagine how gratifying it must be 
to watch these kids. I think at the gala, you had a couple of kids stand up and talk about their experience. Yeah. And um, it was, uh, it brought tears to my eyes, how incredible and what a difference that you're making in these kids' lives. So how, how I, I can't even imagine what it's like for you to be able to look at the changes and, and the things that are happening with these kids. Um, but I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you, how, how does it make you feel? It really gives me a lot of joy, especially when students do well, I need to do more. It truly is very gratifying because that is what I'm all about, helping kids. And when I see the results, that's my prize. <laughs> that's my fruit. <laughs> well, what beautiful fruit it is to be able to have children. They're going to be able to go on to high school and not become dropouts because that's that's gigantic. Yes, yeah. and then I am hoping by that twelfth grade, or by even by eighth, they enter the high school. They have learned the study habits. They have learned the value of education. They know how good it feels to be up there, and then they may go to college, go to vocational training, support themselves and their family, and become productive members of society. They they can see it happening. That's what I want them to see. I want them to dream big. I want that their self-esteem goes up. It, it's amazing how these kids are doing. That's incredible. So um, you're a nonprofit, so you depend on funding from people to support you. Yes. Um, how, how, how do they go about finding out more about your foundation? What's your website address? And, and um, how can they participate? If they go on the website, there is a pledge form. They can make a donation on the website, whatever amount they want, or they can uh, print out the pledge form and do the monthly pledges. They can write the checks, mail the checks, or just pay on the website on monthly pledge or one-time donation, whichever way they want. And nice. uh, there is also, we need volunteers who have passion for this cause. We need them all the time, helping with fundraisers, helping with uh, uh, social media, helping with um, whatever else we need to have done as volunteers. So there is an application for volunteers to fill out and send it to me via email or via postal mail and get in touch with me. So we need help as a volunteers, donors, sponsors, Every way. Um, I I want to mention that you are recognized as um, oh gosh the award that you just got that I came to the luncheon that was for Woman uh, of Distinction Award the Woman of a Distinction Award here in Las Vegas so I wanted to mention that congratulations thank you well deserved I might add so um, for anybody that wants to start a nonprofit that um, you've been at it for six years now, so you've got a little bit of experience behind you. And maybe they wanna do something similar to what you're doing in other parts of the country or in other countries. Yes. Um, what are a couple pieces of advice you can give them about getting started? Um, first of all, I've been at it for 11 years. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, 11 yes. years. You know, for a six years, a program is in Las Vegas. 
but in India, the programs are running for the last eight, nine years. Wow. Wow. So the first thing they need to do is have a clear vision. What is their mission? Where the funds will come from? And then uh, meet with an attorney or a CPA, but preferably an attorney who can then help them draw up the papers and there are fees and then submit the application to IRS. Um, some CPAs do it, but most of the times attorneys take care of it. Uh, but they need to have really a clear mission and vision before they dive into it. It's a lot of hard work. Let me tell them that. It's extremely hard work. It's harder than, for me, it has been harder than practicing nephrology. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't, vouch, I can't vouch for the fact that... Uh, We've had a hard time connecting because you are so busy. And, <laughs> and one time we did have coffee. We were you. It was like in between other appointments. So I can vouch that you work very hard. <laughs> yes. No matter how great the cause is, it's hard work to get people connected. That's the hard. Well, that takes time. Well, I'm really, I'm really grateful you had a few minutes to to come on with me today and, and talk about this because I do think if we can start with our children and make a difference with them, um, then we can we can change the world by doing so. Um, it's it's heartbreaking when you see young adults that have basically been kind of thrown away by, by society because because maybe they were at risk or maybe they didn't understand the language. So I, I really admire and and love the work that you're doing. We actually do something very similar in Mexico when we go to do our retreats there. We work with a, a small impoverished village that we're working with the grade school children there, but nothing to the capacity that you are. So I really admire what you're doing. Um, What's the fun part of it? Besides seeing the kids' faces what's the and getting their videos, what's the other fun part that you enjoy about it? Uh, fun, fun part is meeting new people, making new friends, sometimes meeting very accomplished, uh, wonderful people as person, and I learn from them, like yourself. I met you. So, you know, it has been a very... Um, in, in that sense, also very fruitful. I've gotten to meet so many people, and I've learned from them, and that is enjoyable. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel the same way about you, Rita. I just love the fact that we've connected, and um, I can't wait to get to know you better and uh, spend a little more time with you. So Yeah, I would love that too, but you are so busy. <laughs> we're getting there we're getting there i promise we're getting there <laughs> a so. few more months and i should be able to kind of uh spend a little more time i haven't spent hardly any time in las vegas and you haven't either so it's been kind of hard for us to make this happen yes, <laughs> yes. i think we've been talking about it for about six months <laughs> yes yes exactly so you mentioned india how often do you go back to india and work with the children there well, I have uh, the Global Charity Foundation has partnered with other nonprofits in India. So I have teams there who are doing the work. I go 
every 12 to 18 months to meet with uh, cancer patients, children with cancer retreat, uh, and, and their parents meet with hospital and doctors and you know all that. I go to schools and meet with the teachers and principals and look at their progress. So every 12 to 18 months. It's very gratifying there. Oh, I'll It bet. is painful also. And it is painful also to see children with cancer who do not get the treat do not get treated in a timely manner because of the lack of funds. So we try our best to uh, raise funds in India to help these children. I recently got a grant from Rotary International Foundation for almost $50,000 for these children. Wow. And it took almost 18 months to write the application and submit it, but we finally got the grant. So it, it's it's uh, hard work, but gratifying. I, I just, I really, that's, that's really incredible. $50,000 will go a long way to help a lot of children, I'm sure, in India. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, your goal is 300 children this year, you said? Yes. Well, anybody out there that really wants to help a really great cause, I hope you'll reach out to Rita and her foundation. It's called Global Charity Foundation. Uh, she, I, she's on Facebook. I, that's where we're coming from right now is my Facebook, but she's also on there uh, under her nonprofit. And I truly, I really admire everything you're doing. Thank you so much for coming on with me and, and taking this time because I think what you're doing is just very admirable. And I bet you can't hardly wait until these kids start graduating from elementary school. And yes. Start, that's yes. going to be, are you going to have a big celebration? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> haven't well, thought of it. Party. <laughs> Maybe I can help you with that. <laughs> that is good. It's good. Let's do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Connie, for giving me this opportunity. All right. Well, um, I'm going to be, it's going to be going out uh, to a lot of people all over the country. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to get somebody to help you out a little bit. So thank you, Rita, so much. And I, I really appreciate you being on my Kick Butt Leadership series. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, another amazing woman that is from Las Vegas and is going to be going into my uh, leadership book that I'm writing for women in, in Las Vegas, as well as women in business in general. I'm going to have a whole uh, part of the book that's about women that are involved or have founded nonprofits. So Rita kind of qualifies for all of the books, actually. So I will be back for with another great interview uh, very soon. And if you, I will put the link to her uh, page and everything in the comments um, when this is, when I'm finished here. So thanks so very much for joining us and we'll be back in a bit. This is Connie Myers with Kick Butt Leadership and Dr. Rita Call Tuka um, with the Global Charity Foundation. Thanks so much and bye now. Thanks, Connie.